Welcome back to Sefer Eov. It's the 13th Perak Perak Yud Gimel. Eov wants to relay his grievances to Hashem directly. He says, why do I need to hear lies from my friends? As Rashi says in Sukkim Gimel and Dalad, I want to speak to Hashem directly. We'll see later on what happens with that. Eov gives Tuchacha to his three friends. He says, don't think that you're Hashem's you know, messages, advocates. You're using false arguments. You're defending Hashem wrongly. Hashem knows my inner thoughts. And Hashem knows if you're intentionally using misguided deceitful arguments, as Siddhas David says, it seems Sukkim, Zayin, and Yud. Before Eov dies, he says, I'm desperate. Well, he, he doesn't die. I'll you know, give the story away. He doesn't die. But he says, before I die, I want to present my case. case. I want to discover if I made a mistake. But he says he constantly yearns from Hashem. Again, let's throw that back into the Machlokas about to what extent Eov genuinely abandoned Hashem. We're just seeking for philosophical answers to difficult questions. You have questions why the righteous have been ignored by Hashem, right? Surely it's degrading for Hashem to concern himself with such lowly, unimportant people. My NFT is Karana Dawud Amelach says in Tehillim. And he says that Hashem's foreknowledge contradicts our free will. That's a new argument that he said. And he hasn't argued this one before. That Hashem's foreknowledge and the fact that Hashem knows what we're going to do, that contradicts our free will. That is a famous philosophical question. There are three general answers to that, just for your information. Uh, the Ravid says that Hashem is outside of time. In others, Hashem, Hashem sees things before they happen. And therefore, uh, we still have free will. Hashem could just see it beforehand. It's like watching you know, something uh, that's already happened on replay. Um, you know, it's, it's happened already, but uh, you, you've watched it. The fact that you know about it doesn't contradict uh, the free will at the time. Um, the Sefer Ikrim says something surprising. He says that Hashem's foreknowledge is almost predictive. And as Hashem knows you better than you yourself, and if Hashem knows what you will choose, if you put a, uh, you know, I don't know, a carrot and a candy in front of a child, you're going to pick the candy. Right? That's not because you're a prophet. It's because you know them. You know what they're going to choose. So, so the Sefer Ikram says Hashem's knowledge works like that, which is interesting. Um, others, of course, disagree. And they say, well, what are you talking about? Because the kid could pick the carrot you know, if they wanted to. And therefore, you're going to say, what well, Hashem has only partial you know, uh, knowledge of what's going to happen. Hashem's knowledge can be thwarted. How does that work? The Rambam says a different idea. The Rambam says that Hashem's knowledge is not just I know. Hashem's knowledge is causative. In other words, Hashem's knowledge causes things to be. Therefore, he says we can't actually understand this Rambam Hilch's Shiva. It's the end of the fifth parak or the sixth parak. Therefore, the Rambam says that, um, maybe the fourth parak, that um, he can't, you can't understand. You can't understand. You can't understand, you know, why there's free will and Hashem can tell the future. Um, is that a problem? No, because we know there has to be free will. Otherwise, what's reward and punishment in the Torah? We know Hashem has to know the future because he's infinite. Um, and this is something that because of his being infinite, we can't understand. That's fine. It's not a cop out. It's something we can expect not to understand. That is Parak Yid Gimel of Sefer Eev.